to Architecting. I'm your host, Angela Mazzi. You made it. This is the landing pad for raw honesty about connecting your career with your purpose. I'm going to give you the tools you need to be an unapologetic advocate for yourself and others, because if you're here, you believe that the space we surround ourselves in matters and you're committed to project by project building a better world for all of us. If you're with me, let's get architecting. Hey, Bright Lights, it's Angela. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me today. I think this is going to be a really thought-provoking episode of Architecting because I really have been called through my experiences just in the past week. I've gotten lots of little nudges, plus the fact that we are in the home stretch to the holiday season, which brings for a lot of people a lot of emotional upheaval. Maybe you're dealing with feelings of anger, grief, obligation energy, external validation, all of these things come up, not only because we're interacting with friends and family, people we may not see that often who might say, how are you doing? Or what's going on? And we have to now tell that story. And we don't necessarily want to say, I'm struggling. Not so good. I'm really stressed out. So we feel compelled to kind of come up with some story that sums up to I'm fine. Or maybe we have a lot of issues or a lot of tension with certain family members or friends that we have to deal with. And that's a tough thing. Or maybe just trying to get all the things done, all of the shopping, all of the wrapping, all of the magic making that we take on at this time of the year, rather than letting it flow from our heart, we've got our checklist and it's all this external performance of getting things done to meet someone else's expectations because that's how we're getting our joy. I hope you can see how all of these things are not particularly joyful. And when you add on to that, the fact that it feels like everyone I talk to is busier than ever. So we're not able to leave work early or take a long lunch or do what we need to do to comfortably fit in all of these things. We're also getting sick more. You know, we got another strain of COVID. The flu is worse than ever. Our immune systems are suppressed, one, because we're super stressed out, and two, because we haven't been as exposed to people. Our first unmasked winter, if you will. And so, of course, people are getting just general garden variety colds and flu and things like that more, too. This time of year is just really putting a magnifying glass on what you've already been doing, already been going through. And I really wanted to hope to hopefully unhook a little bit from the frenzy and the stress and the overwhelm and instead really help you tap into what brings you joy. The thing about joy is we have to have space for it. We can smother joy with busy. And I've had a few different reminders of this. Um, Most recently, 
I was on this Nexus call, and Nexus is a mentoring program with the AIA where they are pairing emerging professionals with fellows and We meet once a month to have a higher level conversation and a guest speaker and do breakout rooms. And then we're also all paired up as fellows with the emerging professional to have one-on-one conversations. We had our wrap-up call on Friday. What came up on this call was the issue of work-life balance and We had a chance while we were all together for different people to chime in. One of the things I heard overwhelmingly was control of your calendar. Being able to have flexibility with what you do when, as well as the ability to keep certain times sacred to build your day so that it works for you instead of you working for it. And that's all well and good, but... How often do we not get to hold that boundary? How often are we stuck having to give up our lunch or start our day early or end our day late or work extra hard because of a big deadline? What I had to say was agreeing certainly with everything that those who had spoken before me said, but to really call us on this systemic codependency that causes us to overperform. And really want you to think about that. How many times you are doing more than you need to, whether it's at work, on a project, or whether it's in your personal life. Where are you overperforming? Because that overperformance It's sucking up your bandwidth. It's distracting you. It's preventing you from doing the things that you would love to do. It's preventing you from rest. And I can't speak enough about this. Recently on one of the projects I'm working on, I had to kind of call off the horses with the team because we're in the early phases of schematic design with this project. And the team was charging ahead, putting all this detail on the plans and equipment and all of this stuff that made it look too done. And I realized that this is probably something that, as a firm, we need to look at more carefully. Because I always say, what is the least amount of information you can show a client to get the questions that you need answered so you can move forward will be. How much can you involve them in co-creation? So think about it. If I show somebody a floor plan and I project it and I start going through it, even though I may be very, very open to changing it, it looks finished to them. They're not an architect. So maybe They will passively listen to story time, which is what you have turned a valuable, valuable opportunity to meet with your client. You've turned it into story time, not a meeting. A meeting implies interaction. Stop turning your meetings into story time where your clients don't feel like they have an opportunity to interact with you. For ways for it to be maybe a basic 
framework set up and then an exercise where they get to work through the issues, where they get to deeply think about what you're showing them, where they get to imagine themselves working in a different way, or the people that will use their space having different opportunities. That's the value. Not regurgitating what you already know works. That's the opposite of creativity. Not passively entertaining your clients and having to work super hard to get the project to that level. And then the last thing that I really wanted to focus on is the importance of rest. As you all know, I was in Miami last week speaking at a Smart Cities Expo and Conference. Now, I don't play very much in the world of urban design, but my creative partner, Megan Mazzocco, and I had an opportunity to take our Architects as Healers, Buildings as Medicine, Clubhouse Room on the road. And we never like to say no to that because as far as the two of us are concerned, the more people can understand how design impacts us spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically, the better the world we are going to have. So we always say yes. And I personally like the fact to take, like the ability to take my work with Salutogenesis and jump scales with it. I really talk about it at the scale of the city. And we specifically focused on rest. Megan is an expert on sleep and can go back and listen to the podcast episode right before this. And you can hear all of her wisdom on sleep. We took this well-being concept to an urban scale and to the scale of what it means to get rest and how important that is for not only our physical body, but our mental health. And so often we stuff that down. We ignore that we're tired. We ignore that we don't feel good. And we just keep trudging along stoically, not realizing that when we do this, when we believe we have to work hard instead of work smart, that we're actually compromising the quality of what we're doing at the same time as we burn ourselves out. So it is a lose-lose proposition. And because this conference was not super dialed in to the work that either of us do, we also played hooky a little bit. You know, sometimes we're so conditioned into being the good girl or the good boy and doing what's expected of us. And if we're going to speak at a conference, we should attend the whole thing. And we did attend the sessions that we thought were interesting, but we also took time to have a leisurely lunch after giving our presentation to exploring the Wynwood Arts District, which is a really cool place. Having some time by the pool. I mean, sometimes you actually have to weigh What is better for your well-being? Sitting in a poorly lit, freezing cold conference center or being outside in nature? Which one is going to serve you better in the moment and make that decision? Being outside on a beautiful 80 degree sunny day by a pool with a cabana. I mean, wow, right? How nice. What a treat. How restorative to have done that. 
And I know it can feel really, really frustrating when you are overwhelmed by what you have to do and you're looking for answers and people just tell you you have to adopt high-performance strategies and you want to smack them upside the head. And it can often feel like there is no magic bullet because you can't take anything off of your plate and there's just too much on there. And I totally get that. That is why I wrote my book, Time Builder, because it isn't just about having a managed to-do list or keeping track of your schedule or all the other stuff you will find. I've actually researched brain science and how to leverage the way your brain works to make you more productive and more creative without putting more time in. I've also looked at the anger, guilt, and shame that leads us to overperform and overcommit. So there's some great stuff in there about procrastination, perfectionism, having healthy boundaries, thinking differently about what's really a priority in your life. So definitely check that out. You can get it on Amazon or through my website, whichever you prefer. Also makes a great stocking stuffer this time of year or great end of year thank you to a busy person you know. So think about that as well because as I hope you see listening to this podcast and knowing that I myself am a very busy person who has to constantly be vigilant about my stress load, just doing the things you're going to find online isn't going to get you there. We have to radically rework our lives if we want to get to a place of joy instead of a place of overwhelm. This isn't going to be solved by working harder ever. So this is why I really want you to understand that you do have choices that you do have priorities, and that you do have the ability to take action, to do more of what you love and less of what you don't. And how do you do that? Number one, stop overperforming. Do what you need to do to take the next step. Look for opportunities to engage others or to delegate and find a way to do less. Number two, look at what you're doing. And if you don't love it, don't do it. So many times what we're doing is out of obligation. It's not something you have to do. It's something you feel guilty. And that's why you're doing it. So check in with yourself. Because there's plenty of things that yeah, really have to do, like the laundry. Yeah, probably have to do that. Meet a deadline. Yeah, yeah, probably got to do that. Pick your kid up from school. Yeah, they tend to frown on it if you leave them there. But meticulously wrapping a present, you don't have to do that. Buying too much for your kids when you already don't have enough space to put their toys. Yeah, not necessary. Baking Christmas cookies when maybe you could buy them this year. Don't need to do it. And especially as architects, we get so into that DIY vibe that we overperform on everything. Check in, eliminate what you don't have to do. And then the last thing that is maybe the most important part of truly 
truly managing work and life and integrating them in a way that feels good to you and not overwhelming, get your rest. Make getting enough sleep a non-negotiable. Make taking the time for the other six forms of rest that Dr. Sondra Dalton-Smith champions in her book, Sacred Rest. We need creative rest. We need spiritual rest. We need mental and social rest. Find ways to not only get enough sleep, and get the quality of sleep you need to be well-rested, but to also recharge the other ways that we need to as human beings to be whole and healthy. Thank you so much for sitting in with me today and having this conversation about managing the workload and feeling balanced instead of Frazzled. This is a really courageous conversation that most people don't give themselves permission to have. And I really want you to acknowledge that you recognize this is important and you're ready to make a change, even if you don't do much today or next month. Just a little bit, just one small move makes such a difference. So give yourself credit for having the courage to want to question the status quo. And I would love to hear your thoughts on this. What are you doing to cope better? What are you doing to manage a balance in your life? And don't forget that I have as a special free gift for you, my Clarify and De-Stress Meditation. It's just one more way while you're having your morning coffee maybe or before you go to bed at night, to settle in, get grounded, get more focused on what your priorities are so you have a better ability to say yes to the things you really want to do and to either delegate or decline the things that you don't. All you have to do is go to architectingpodcast.com and you will see it right there on the front page or you can use the link in the show notes and this is free. It is my gift to you. I just want you to have a little extra tool at this time when it feels like the wheels are coming off, but you still got to drive the cart to stop and get grounded and move forward with purpose and assurance instead of trying to negotiate through the chaos. So I love you all so much. Please remember to like, review, and refer this podcast. If you know anybody else who's struggling with these issues, make sure you let them know about our community and how we can help. And don't forget that you can also share your insights with me on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn. It's architecting in all three cases really want to know what you're thinking and how you're doing. So take care, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening. You made it all the way to the end of the episode, which means you are committed 
to making yourself a priority so you can be empowered to do the work you were called to do in the world. How amazing is that? If you would like even more content just like this, please remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate it if you left an honest review too. Hey, I want you to know I'm here for you beyond the boundaries of this podcast. You can follow me on social media at Architecting Podcast or visit architectingpodcast.com to download some great free resources. Take care, everyone, and stay inspired.